Hey guys, Javanita uh, here, and today uh, we're back with Wrestling and Logic, uh, the, the, this new podcast. This is now episode two of the podcast, and we're gonna be we're going to review a WWE NXT Takeover War Games 2020, and I've got my co-host up here, Josh Jenkins. Hello, I am indeed here. <laughs> so we're gonna start off. Uh, Josh has uh, something to say about these shows before we get into the review, and he said he's gonna have a rant. So uh, would you please give us that rant, Josh? Yeah, um, yesterday, I think I said this, um, I was in a bad mood because I was having an argument with somebody on Discord who I will not name, even though I could, but I won't. Um, and it was about my... <sighs> it was about my integrity, so to speak about me doing this podcast with you and i was being questioned about whether or not i have the willpower to go through to go through with this podcast and i would just like to let ev everyone know who is listening to this podcast that i am here a million percent I am doing this. I don't give a shit how I, I don't give a shit if anybody wants to question me about my ability to do this podcast. I am doing this podcast until the very end. And I also just want to quickly mention that I don't have any notes about this show myself. But I have but, 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 I have seen every single match on this show. So, what I am going to base my opinions of and my is based on my memory of what I've seen. And luckily, I have just recently come off for watching the main event. So, that is the most fresh match I have in my mind. But, but we do have K Gabinator here who has made notes. That I am aware of, so I think we should be all all good going forward. Uh, uh, about that, uh, there are some matches that I that I fast forwarded through, and I thought you would have the rest of notes for them. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I still do have notes, some notes on all of them, but <laughs> some of them I I. I didn't have time to watch all of them in their entirety, so I fast forward through them. Like yeah. this first one, but when I <laughs> I didn't really get the rant that I was looking for. Was that the rant that you said you were gonna give today? Yes, I know. Um, but I, but I'm not really in that in that like. Uh, okay, I, 
I am not in that irritated mood right now, so I'm not really going to like yeah, shout. Yeah, no. I, und I understand. I understand that. I'll, I'm not really in the mood either to rant because I actually yeah. somewhat enjoyed this show. So, yeah, the, uh, wrestling was uh, pretty good. So, uh, I'll give you the. Mm. <laughs> and remind me, please, to uh, not forget to. Uh, uh, do the wrestling and logic scale for each match, and to <laughs> for me to let you give your opinions on each other match. So the first match, I've actually typed out my notes instead of written them down because <coughs> I'm too lazy to write them. Uh, so oh, match, I see. Match one, uh, the women's war games match. Team Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart, the captain Rhea Ripley. My favorite, Ember Moon and the NXT Women's Champion, Io Shirai. I, the other day, you took issue to this, and you didn't like yes. the champions being in war games. So, what do you want to say about that? This, to me, was a match that was quite possibly one of the worst war games matches I've ever seen in the history of the war games match. Um, because the logic of this and, and, and we're not being sexist just because it's women uh, last year's uh, women's war games match uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that match even though uh, Shayna Baszler who was the champion at the time got pinned I still love that match <clears throat> but yeah this one wasn't as good I, I didn't I, I didn't like this match I'll get it anyway. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah. Well, last year's match I had a big problem with, and I and, and I shot all over that at the at the time, uh, which I'll probably do with with this match. Um, I mean, because my main issue with this match, and I, and I don't know why my face is going dark here, but anyway, um, <laughs> my main issue with this match is that is that you are correct is that it, it had the NXT women's champion in this match and she was the one who took the loss which I didn't understand because yes the second year yeah this is the second year in a row that the NXT women's champion has entered this match and has come off on the losing end. Has come off actually being pinned. L last year, it last year it was Ray Ripley pinning uh, Shayna Baszler, of course. And now this year it was Raquel Gonzalez, if I said her name right, uh, who pinned Io Shirai. Um, it's just a pet peeve that I have. People pronounce Rhea Ripley's name Rhea. I, I don't know. What's the story behind that? I don't really know, but it's probably like... It's probably the different um, countries with the way they pronounce things. I say Rhea. I, you say... I say tomato, you say tomato. Anyway, what were you saying? Um... Okay, I'll just get straight into this and then you can go into the match yourself, okay? Um, 
my main issue with this is that they is that they were building up um this match to be um won by the champion and the reason and and the reason i say this is that because when it was time for ayo shurai to to make her um to make her sorry to leave her pod and to enter this match right uh-huh. everyone was trying to keep her out of the ring they oh. did everything they did everything they could to make sure she did not enter the cage okay it was raquel gonzalez who was kicking the door down and was and and kept pushing irish dry onto the outside it was tony storm who who wrapped her belt around the door to make sure it was locked in a way so that Ayushai couldn't, you know, open it and w walk inside. Um, they did everything in their power to make sure Ayushai was kept out of this match. And every time they did that, that had me thinking, oh, okay, I, okay, I think I understand. They are doing this so that they, they can build up so that they can build up towards the end so that Ayushai finally does come in she kicks everyone asses and then and then she scores the pin for her team okay i understand and, 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 what and, is going on and she took the pin so they yeah. did all of that for nothing yeah they built her up as the as a as the most dangerous person to enter this match because she was the because she was the champion, right? They made Ayoshwai's uh, theme like the dangerous participant in this entire match, right? She comes into the match finally. By the way, she, she came in um, with a trash can <laughs> on her head. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, um, I, I, I actually have that spot saved on my phone. Let me show you. Hold on. Um, where, where is it at? Okay. I uh, got it. What? Into wait, 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 wait. Video wait, wait. this match. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm Any sorry. moment now. Yeah. Any moment now. <laughs> where is it? I must post it on Twitter. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, as you're looking for that, um, I'll just, con I'll just continue on. Found oh, it. okay. I got it. There we go. Anyway, what were you saying? Well, um, as you've shown, probably a signifier of 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 how of how this match was booked, you know, trash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So as I was saying, like my main problem with this is that. They built Ayushai up as the most dangerous participant in this match. 
they kept doing everything they could to keep her out of this match. Just then, when she does enter this ring, they go the opposite way and have her take the loss. I absolutely fucking hated this with, a, with, with, with everything in sight. This was absolutely stupid and it made every and it made everything that they were doing up to this point completely pointless. And and they, everything they were doing didn't even need to happen. They they were using gimmicks and uh, weapons and all this stuff that's unnecessary stuff. I wrote I typed out here do why do they need so many uh, weapons and gimmicks to use on each other I I didn't I saw very few bumps taken on the actual cage so the cage might that, as well not have been there that is true and also these two teams were 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 basically randomly put together at the last minute just for the purposes of and, this match and this makes me scared for AEW when eventually they have their blood and guts match their, their war games version their version of yeah. the war games match I'm afraid that they're gonna use gimmicks and nobody's gonna take bump on the uh, cage and it's gonna be a garbage indie style match and nobody's gonna sell or it's gonna be all the problems with AEW matches all in a big match. So, yeah, you guys better <laughs> I, I, do uh, this properly. Do like the men did with the war games, like uh, uh, later oh, on. The men put on one of the best war games matches I've I've ever seen. Yeah, which is which is which is funny. <laughs> Because we start off the match, and because again, we start off <laughs> again, we're not we're not trying to be sexist. Uh, no, 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 not, a, not that, at all. It's just that no, the that match was booked terribly, and there were too many gimmicks and not enough uh, cage bombs. They were actually using the cage uh, in the men's war games, and not e not even that many gimmicks <laughs> until the end. It, it progressed up slowly and that's it only got crazy yeah. at the end and they were actually using wrestling moves so yeah but 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 we'll get into the mental war games match later on when we get to that but what what i also want to mention about the uh war games match itself is that it's basically a a double-sided steel cage so therefore, if you're not going to use the steel cage portion to your advantage, then what's the point in that being a thing to begin with? Yeah, so now, I, I didn't take... I, I, um, I just wanted to take that point. So now, I, I didn't take that many notes uh, uh, at the beginning. I okay. posted them all. I think it was Dakota Kai and Ember Moon that came out first, and they were doing some stuff. Yes. And Wade Barrett on, and Wade Barrett on commentary called them the Iron Women, um, of of this match. Huh? <laughs> 
Way back basically called them the iron women of this match, even though that even though that wasn't the word he used, but that is why basically remember him saying um in that these two women were selected to this match for each team because they had the most um energy they had the the most um Okay, basically, they could go throughout this entire match um, without the need to take a uh, to take a breather, you know. But anyway, um, that is that is what uh, Wade uh, um, said. Okay. And now the two girls are fighting, <laughs> and now a Shotzi Blackheart comes out, the captain, with a, a toolbox, a whole toolbox, and. And this is where I said, why do they need gimmicks? Is the cage not enough to beat them? And then I just had a random thought, because I saw Dakota Kai, and it reminded me of last year's match. Where's Tegan Knox? Did she get hurt again? Did they call oh, her to the main yes. roster? No, no, no. Tegan Knox, um, you, know, you know her knee. Um, yeah. it's, it's got re-injured all over again. Um, and this quite possibly could be a career-threatening um, injury. But and, and, and last year when time when, will tell. Last year when Dakota Kai turned heel and uh, she was banging the door against uh, Tegan Knox's knee, man, she was selling like crazy. She was screaming in pain and like, ah, like crazy. I love when people sell like that. Uh, and I'll... And uh, I also like when Rhea Ripley sells it, which is why she's one of my favorites. So uh, she, uh, Shotzi comes in with a toolbox, and I hate it. And now uh, I didn't real. I think I may fast forward through whatever Shotzi was doing. And then, uh, uh, by the way, I, I like I like Shotzi Blackheart. I I like. How energetic she is! Uh, I like um, how she's one of the uh, front runners of that women's division, uh, it, and uh, the tank's a little goofy, but it, she's all right, uh, and she's not bad in the ring. A bit too indie, but all right. Uh, so <clears throat> now. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is coming into the structure, and now uh, the two girls, uh, Dakota Kai is in the second ring selling, and uh, uh, two girls, Shotzi and Ember, are trying to fight uh, Raquel Gonzalez, but then uh, Raquel Gonzalez is too strong and uh, <coughs> separates them. And now I had another random thought. Where's that Ashanti Adonis guy that we saw at TakeOver 31? And he looked promising. He cut a nice promo, a nice introductory promo. Where, where, where do you think he's been? I haven't, maybe he has appeared on uh, one of these TV episodes, which I haven't been watching. Uh, Who? Ashanti Adonis, he he cut a little backstage promo. Yeah, I, I even tweeted about it. Uh, he 
uh, anyway, uh, <coughs> so, uh, all the girls are fighting, and, uh, and I just think, why aren't, uh, why aren't any of the girls trying to use any of the tools in the toolbox, and, and then, uh, Dakota Kai, I think she, the girl spilled into the second ring, and Dakota Kai was in the first ring, and then she got onto the top rope and did a nice looking springboard, uh, I don't know, jump onto all the baby faces and uh, Raquel. Um, now, uh, my yeah. favorite Rhea Ripley comes in, and I've got a big, wild smile on my face, because I love Rhea Ripley, and she's great, one of the best women's wrestlers in the world, and now she started beating up a, a Dakota Kai, and as she slams her on the ground, and then she finally uses the toolbox uh, that Shotzi Blackheart brought in earlier, and then she takes out a sledgehammer, and she actually uses the right end of it, the 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 hard end of it, and it hits. I didn't write down who she was hitting that uh, that uh, sledgehammer with. I can't remember, but it was Dakota Kai. It was Dakota Kai, uh, and now she takes off her belt, and instead of trying to whip her with it, which would have looked nice. She wraps it around Dakota Kai's waist and headbutts her, which I thought was a little stupid. And now uh, <coughs> Dakota Kai is hitting, uh, I, I don't know, somebody is hitting Rhea Ripley. And, and I just, and she's selling, and I'm just saying there, how much more can I stress? Uh, I can't. I can't stress enough how good Rhea Ripley is at selling. She she can sell like crazy. She's screaming in pain. She's rolling around and, <clears throat> and really making it look like it hurt. And wow, just great. And then uh, Rhea Ripley gets Irish whipped into the... Uh, the exposed steel, steel turnbuckle, and then as she's selling again like crazy and screaming, and and then uh, fast forward through a few minutes, and Amber Moon is getting attacked, and I also said that she can sell good as well, um, and then now all the girls are doing this goofy spot where where uh where they all are gathering up on the top turnbuckle of each ring and then they all do this big uh, uh spot where they fall off on and i say that i really don't like these uh, spots i hate them because they require obvious cooperation and it makes it look fake uh, and stupid. But now, uh, Io Shirai comes in. Did I did I say when Tony Storm comes in? I don't know. It did, it, Io Shirai came out. Did, did, 
Do you remember if Tony Storm came in before her or what? Fuck. Um, I I have no idea, man. I I, I was making notes of it, man. Yeah, but anyway, EO comes in the NXT Women's Champion, and uh, obviously you've made your rant about how you hate the uh, the champions coming in unless they win. Which wasn't really a problem in the men's side. Uh, well, it was actually. And, and I I agree with you uh, with your rant about uh, champions being in war games because uh, they may have to take a loss and it's stupid. And I found out that I didn't know who actually won, but I know uh, that Team Larray won. I didn't know who took the pin though, so. I, I didn't want anybody in the Discord to spoil it. I actually posted these on Discord, and then I, I pasted them here on my notes. And I've already said what I think of uh, gimmicks in war games, and it's stupid. Yeah. <clears throat> and Raquel Gonzalez uh, is shutting the gate on EO so that she can't get in the cage. But eventually, EO, uh, and I, I thought EO finally managed to get in. But then, uh, I spoke too soon. I think Tony, yeah, I think Tony Stone did in, get in before uh, EO. So, so EO is trying to get in. And now, uh, Candice LeRae finally... <laughs> the last a woman to get in and her new um i don't know valet manager lackey uh, indie hardwell uh, who i've heard of but i haven't seen much of and and she came and hit eo from behind and then uh, she she took the key and locked up the cage and she hid the key inside her brow which was disgusting a little bit and now and then she challenged the she challenged the referees to to go after her and try to take the key from her <laughs> which would have required one of them to you know do some explicit stuff her to her uh, and now uh, EO finally gets in with the garbage can on her head and jumps on everybody. I showed you guys that spot. <laughs> yeah. And the match finally begins. And now EO uh, and Rhea did this nice looking assisted DDT. I didn't write down who they did it on. And now all of them are making a comeback. And now they've piped in a, a, a fake NXT chant, <laughs> which I don't like. I think it should just be the sound it's, of the it's, guys. It's, it's. it's not the first time that they've um, put in that NXT, NXT chant into... Uh, 
into the show. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last time that they do it. Yeah, the Kevin done hard at work back there. Um, now, it's, and, and Amber Moon again is selling nicely as well, and then she, she, she's now setting up a steel chair apparatus to do a spot on, and I said that no, uh, they don't need all these gimmicks in the, the, the structure. They need the cage, and uh, fast forward to the rest of the match because that's stupid, and. And I've had, I'd forgotten to say that when that uh, Io Shirai had the was stuck inside the garbage can, and then uh, Dakota Kai did a nice looking double stomp on her, and she she actually had an injury from that, <laughs> which shouldn't which wouldn't have happened had they not been so stupid to pull all, all those gimmicks in the match uh, and I fast forward to the end um, and, and now uh, Ra 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 Raquel Gonzalez is on the top, top uh, turnbuckle between the two rings and there's, there's a ladder uh, sitting flat in between the ropes and either uh, Raquel has a, a power bomb, hold, uh, is the EO is either in a power bomb position or a choke slam position. Anyway, uh, Raquel slams her through the ladder, and then she pins her. What the hell? <laughs> Why? I think Raquel had Io in the razor's edge position. Um, and secondly, yeah, um, Io Shirai, who is the NXT Women's Champion, by the way, in case nobody knew that, uh, took the actual pinfall lost for her team. Fuck's sake. Um... Now, I could rant about this, but I'm not really going to because I think you all know what I'm say anyway, because I already basically mentioned it earlier. Um, um, and and, and another thing about this that I just want to bring up is that... <laughs> Do you agree? Okay, okay. I'm not asking if you under if you understand what the rules of the walking match is. I am asking you if you agree with the rules that the match has. Eh, I I don't know, but um, I guess I agree with them. I'm guessing you don't because. I'm mixed about it um, because you have the first because te cause look te technically speaking the match doesn't start properly 
until the until, until everyone has entered the cage, which means. Uh, look, there were there was a lot of times in this match before everyone entered the cage, right? In that a pinfall attempt or a submission attempt could have happened. There was a lot of times when somebody I felt like could have gone for the pin, but they weren't, but they weren't allowed to, because the rules dictates the. Uh, that they're not allowed to until everyone has an age. To me, there should be a ruling in that every time somebody enters the cage, at least one pinfall attempt is allowed to happen. Or at least one submission attempt is allowed to happen. Because otherwise, it's, it's just... Uh, it goes on forever. And it just defeats the whole point for me um i understand that you that the entire point is to do as much damage to the to the teammates as you can until the until the very end uh i i uh, i i just don't like seeing no pinfalls or no submissions happening yeah i, I uh, okay, y you know how the how the strap match happened later on, right? And the match, uh, right? And they basically had, and they basically um, brawled before the, the referee signaled for the bell to, to be yeah, rang. Yeah, I didn't really like that. It's basically like that. It's basically fighting in the cage before the actual match in the in the cage actually begins that's how i see it um but yeah i'm not really a fan of the rules per se about the about the war games match i think the rules should be a bit tweaked here and there to make a little bit more sense to what's actually going on but the men later on actually make this to be a lot more easier easier to watch because they made it seem like it wasn't too complicated but anyway um i'm anyway we've got more matches to go through so i'm going to send you over now to k gabinator to uh do to do that <laughs> Yeah, now now we have a <sighs> promo by Finn Balor, which was good, and he said enjoy the war games, but as soon as they're done, it's back to Finn Balor, and I like this, uh, Finn Balor is intimidating, he, he looks at you, he, he stares at you, he, and it's scary, and he... he he looks scary when he, he cuts his promos, and which is what I miss about some of the heels. They're not scary anymore. Like, uh, it, uh, when you look at uh, Finn Balor, and you see him staring into the camera like that, he, 
one time he cut this promo. Remember in June when they did that uh, mysterious angle where somebody attacked him, and then he cut that promo. Uh, I will find whoever attacked me and I will beat them up. That promo was uh, scary. He was intimidating and he cut a very good promo. I love Finn Balor. He's one of my, he's in my top five. Maybe, besides Walter, he's one of the best wrestlers ever. I love Finn Balor. What did you think? I thought this I I thought this did its job. I thought this did a good job of of having Finn Balor uh, state his case about why he's the champion and why everybody should fear him as being the champion. I thought this was great and also in a way it made him seem more, more important and more And more destructive than the actual war games match itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I like and I don't like at the same time. But I thought this promo was a was a success. So, but 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 but. but. I want to mention quickly about his reign as the champion because we haven't really seen him since. The, the since the last takeover really um because he got it because he got hurt in that match against kyle o'reilly and he hasn't really had had a match since and he hasn't he really yeah and he hasn't really defended it since which i don't i don't like at all um i i actually could go on around about about this about this now but I, but I'm not. Um, the look, uh, Finn Drain has been terrible only because he hasn't really had the chance to have his reign, really, um, since TakeOver 30, 31. Um, so, yeah, um, hopefully we actually start to to see him in in matches now and i actually see him defending his 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 title now going forward now the second match uh, tomaso champa i can never spell his name I, 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 it's either t-o-m-a-s-s-o or or t-o-m-a-s-s-o but now it's T-O-M-M-A-S-O Champa versus Timothy Thatcher. I like Timothy Thatcher. He, he looks intimidating. He, he's a good, um, he's a good uh, technical grappler or wrestler. I like him. His promos are alright. They're scripted, but uh, he sounds good. Uh, <clears throat> so now, uh, Champa comes out to his music and then uh, Thatcher comes out to after him to his music and uh, now the bell rings and they're having a good grappling match. I actually like this quite a bit. Uh, this, besides the war games match, this was uh, 
the match of the night. So, um, so now, uh, I think, wait, I, this is an okay match so far. Uh, uh, so, Wade Barrett mentions that uh, Timothy Thatcher uh, ha- had to do a job on TV to Kushida. Uh, and Kushida's not bad, but he's just so small and like it's hard to take him seriously as a threat. He he doesn't have a goofy gimmick like Orange Cassidy or people like that, but he's just a bit too small for my taste. So uh, so now I found out that he had to do a job on TV for Kushida. It, Timothy Thatcher, a great-looking guy, a great promo, a good wrestler, and he has to do a job for Kushida. Who did he... Who... Who's mad at him? Triple H? Vince? What, what's going on there? Why? Why? So... <clears throat> uh, and Champa is just disturbing, disturbingly bald. His, his veins are coming out. Uh, that was just a random thought I had, uh, and now uh, he he makes a nice looking comeback. Uh, now I didn't like Champa that much. I didn't hate him. I didn't dislike him. Uh, he was mad with me, but after this match, I thought he was pretty good. So uh, so now a uh, superplex. Uh, by Champa, and there was a replay while the guys were on the mat selling, and <clears throat> Thatcher is bleeding from the ear after Champa gave him a knee, yeah. and it looked pretty cool. And Champa tried to hit his finish, the the Willow's Bell DDT, but then Thatcher is holding his wrists, and then uh. He he jumped down from the apron and then Champa's neck hit the top rope and and Champa actually sold really well. I don't know if it was for real, but uh, that's the idea of selling to make uh, things look like they hurt and make it look like it, it's real. So now uh, Champa finally hits Willow's Bell for the win. So that I'm gonna just gonna say it again because I don't think you heard it. So now Champa sold for his throat, his neck, uh, and then uh, he finally hit his finish uh, for the win, which was good. Yeah. Uh, they they didn't kick out of finishes, which I actually appreciated. Uh, so what? I forgot to say wrestling and logic for the first match. You didn't remind me. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Sorry. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. How about we do that at, at the end? Yeah, yeah, we'll we... do that. We'll do that at the end. I should write it. Actually, actually, remind myself about wrestling and logic scale. So. For this match, yeah. I'll say a uh, give wrestling uh, eight at logic and eight. 
because I didn't really find anything illogical in this match. I don't really pay attention to that stuff a lot. So this was a great match. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your scale? I I didn't really find much. I who actually do pay attention to those types of um, things during a match because they are important. Um, I didn't actually find much of any issue uh, with this with this match, which was which which uh, made me happy. <laughs> um, so I'll give the logic a. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I, um, I'm gonna give the logic a six because I am not only basing that off this match alone, but I'm basing that off the off the reason why these two are even having a match to to begin with. Yeah, it, <laughs> it did look kind of just thrown together in like two weeks. Now, I'll be, I'll be honest, okay? I haven't seen a single episode of NXT since July the 1st, and that's a long time ago, okay? I don't have any idea if this match b between them here actually makes sense to happen. I have no idea, but I got the sense, as you've just said, um, Gabo, is that I felt like this was just randomly put together at the last minute just for a match to happen on this show. You know, I'm gonna, uh, at the end of this episode, I'm gonna teach you how to say my name properly, so hold on for that. Uh, <coughs> yes. Yes, I, I, uh, I hope you do because I've always felt a bit nervous trying to say your name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So now uh, we have. <laughs> oh, uh, my bad. What? Okay, there we go. I just uh, let me just get rid of this. Oh, please don't tell me we have a we have a problem. <laughs> no, it's not a problem. It's just a. a oh, okay. Uh, it was just an argument I had uh, with someone in the Discord uh, before I took notes on this next match. So now... Uh, wait, 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 what? Uh, wow, wow. So somebody in the Discord posted an advertisement for uh, Cameron Grimes versus Tommaso Ciampa on NXT this past week, and they took issue to it, so... I felt that they were... You mean, um... You mean, well, sucker. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, Which I... is... Which is what he... Which is what he calls himself... Which is what he call... Oh, damn it. Which is what he calls himself, so... That's not us, you know, calling him that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... I felt that with him, like, he... He was trying to... Be cool, uh... Uh, saying that that match is gonna suck because uh, I'm just gonna go into a little rant here. Over the past yes. few months, it's been made 
cool to uh, hate on NXT because it's not the same as it used to be uh, last year or even 2018 that's when I heard it was at its peak so <laughs> even though it's not the same as it was back then um, I still don't think uh, it should be the cool thing to just rip on everything that they do so yeah <clears throat> uh, I, that's just a problem I have with the community and, and next week uh, I might actually go uh, do a deep dive on the community uh, with this whole Wednesday Night War bullshit and why I hate oh, it oh yes yeah. oh yes I would love to fucking do that because I have had a problem with this with with this community for a long time, as you may know, because I have I have all <laughs> I have on several times now already. Um, I have already wanting to take a break away from wrestling because of this fucking community, right? And I have kept coming back because. At the end of the day, right? I am not the problem here. So why am I? So so why am I fucking listening to the, to 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 fucking assholes on the assholes, right? Who who are telling me to to fucking keep my mouth shut about something that oh you don't even know and you don't even understand anything about this thing? <laughs> Fuck you, right? I am not the problem, okay? In fact, I am trying to fucking fix the fucking problem that is these wrestling shows, right? We are doing this podcast right now to fucking state what is wrong about these shows and what is good about these shows. Right? We are fucking... St uh, 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 are stating what is logical and what is not logical. We are stating what is what is a good match and what is not a good match. Okay, we are trying to actually uh, uh, we are trying to pinpoint the issue, right? We are trying to address the issue, and we are trying to give so solutions on how to rectify the issues. We are not the problem, for fuck's sake. <laughs> But anyway, I will go into that next week with you, 100% guaranteed. <laughs> and I, and and I noticed that you were laughing there quite a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy that. I'm gonna like that. Jesus. Hold assault now. I did not expect to say any of that just just now. So. <laughs> So now, anyway, uh, the third match, Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis in a strap match. Now, uh, Gr I, I said uh, before, uh, uh, one, one, uh, one of the days this past week, I, I, it actually took me pro most of the week to watch this because I, I just felt like doing other things. And... Um, uh, and by the way, speaking of other things, you might see that I've got some mm -hmm. stuff on my wall. And uh, it'll get bigger, I promise, as the, uh, the, the, 
the show continues. Uh, by next week, I might have some new posters up there. I've got a batch of them on my my bedside stool, and I'm gonna paste them on my wall sometime, uh, maybe today. <laughs> anyway, so so Cameron Grimes is comes out. I just quickly want to do a deep dive on Cameron Grimes. I love Cameron Grimes. He's such a, a great wrestler. He, he looks good. He looks somewhat like, well, not really like an athlete, but he looks good. He, he His look fits his character perfectly. This southern guy who is a hillbilly red, not necessarily redneck, but a backwoods hillbilly southern guy that uh, doesn't look like the guy <laughs> who a woman would want to be with or be around, much less be around. He's a good heel. He's believable. His promos are a bit scripted. The accent's a little goofy, but He's just so great, and he's great in the ring. I love that double stomp that he does. That, oh, I, I, I can't stress enough how good he is, and and, and he's just so good. I love Cameron Grimes, and now and then, uh, and uh, before that. Uh, by the way, Loomis came out. I'm a little mixed on Loomis. I like how he's scary and he's a, a he looks like a guy that just strange guy in the hallway would stare at you. Uh, but it's still a little bit too supernatural. Not just downright Matt Hardy, goofy, unbelievable supernatural. I hate that gimmick, man. <clears throat> but it's still a little bit too weird for me. Uh, he's okay in the ring. He works like a big guy. What do you think of Cameron Grimes, by the way? I like Cameron Grimes. I think he has potential. Um, his gimmick is... Basically, him being a wrestler, which which I like. Um, his attire is fitting for him. Um, I I personally don't have any issue with Cameron Grimes, um, except sometimes with the way he gets booked. Yes, I'm um, going to get. I'm going to get to that now. Uh, just now. And, and oh, oh, and um, and um, and you said that Dexter Loomis, um, okay. I just want to say that Dexter Loomis would be more more fitting in a like Frankenstein like movie than he does as a wrestler in 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 this ring, um, and that's not a bad thing. That, that that I'm saying here, it's just that his character is more of a more of a psychological movie than he is like an actual wrestling character. 
so Loomis comes out and, and now they they're getting a shot on the referee Daryl Sharma uh, the, uh, the uh, Canadian Arab referee who was a zombie who was a zombie referee in that freaking <laughs> hilariously goofy House of Horrors match uh, at uh, at um, uh, Halloween Harvard that that uh, TV there was a match that they did at uh, Halloween Havoc where well, it was this really goofy match where they made Cameron Grimes look like an idiot. I haven't seen it, so... I don't think you'll like it at all. Uh, I was just laughing at how goofy it is uh, and yeah. what uh, certain people would think about it. <coughs> so, yeah... Um, uh, so, now, uh, they get a shot of uh, Daryl Sharma, who was, who was in the, that House of Horrors match, and they don't even explain why the camera's focusing on him. Now, they could have yeah. given him a graphic saying, uh, Daryl Sharma is on, he's your referee for this match, he's officiating this match. Nobody... Nobody said anything about why the camera was on him. The announcers, um, you and I are their new viewers, and they're not saying why this guy is on our television screen screens. In my case, my phone screen. Because uh, <clears throat> I was watching this on my phone. Ah, <clears throat> uh, so, okay. Uh, then uh, we're the new viewers, so they need to explain why the hell this guy is on our respective screens, and they failed to do that. So, so now well, Cam I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm not exactly a uh, okay. I'm not exactly a new viewer, but a returning viewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. So now Cameron Grimes is jump starting the match, and he's stomping on uh, Dex Loomis uh, in the corner, and now they just go outside to fight outside there, which I hate. They do it in every match. They did it in the Omega Moxley match that we reviewed last week, and I hated that as well. They, they were fighting outside there for so long. It was uh, this wasn't as long. I don't know if it was. They did some spots. Uh, and by the way, the bell hadn't even rung yet. Uh, and now uh, he he was actually he was actually uh, Cameron Grimes was actually dominant. Uh, uh, on Loomis, and then he started to make a nice looking comeback, and he's really wailing on Grimes, and he finally puts the strap on his hand, and the match officially starts, and Loomis started to look dominant, at least that's what I thought, but I spoke too soon. And now uh, Loomis uh, does this, and I said, where's Excalibur when you need him? You know how Excalibur on AEW explains all the 
indie moves, all those goofy moves. <coughs> so then I had a uh, screen recording. Um, I'll open it now. Away. Uh, so uh, it was Cameron Grimes perched. Uh, uh, the I think that Loomis tried to uh, Irish whip him uh, um, into the. Uh, into the let me just show you here <laughs> okay That's what, that's what happened, uh, of course, need Excalibur to help me here, and now, Loomis... I'm, I, I mean, that was basically just, just a punch. Yeah. I mean... Yanks uh, Grimes into the barricade twice, actually, and now uh, and Loomis is really beating up uh, Cameron Grimes, and and he and Grimes is selling, and he he's selling well. I didn't make notes of how good he was at selling, and now this happens. Hold on. bump on the into the barricade and now it's Cameron Grimes trying to answer back and oh yeah that's what happened because I didn't really have time to really I couldn't explain what went what happened there uh, and now Loomis is peeking over the barricade like and then uh, uh and then he <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice looking face there uh and then uh grimes uh yanks him back into the ringside area and then it's like man i'm gonna start fast forwarding to when they get back in the ring now they're back in the ring and Grimes is making good use of that strap and he's whipping Loomis with it and now <coughs> Loomis uh, makes a comeback and gives Grimes a spine buster and I had a random thought and I said you know I don't really want to rip on anybody in particular here but Wade Barrett also known as Stu Bennett. It's just complete another dog feces on the Mike Booth. And I don't like him. And something happened here. I, I have to take off my phone three times now. <laughs> you know, 
what? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so Loomis is a pull is on the outside. He's pulling. Uh, he's got uh, the strap wrapped around us. Goddamn uh, Grimes. Uh, it it. I wanted to say he was choking him, but he wasn't. He had Grimes had the strap uh, between his two arms, so he couldn't. Uh, Loomis, maybe he tried to choke him, but Grimes was stopping him from doing that. And then, how there was just this constant noise in the arena. People were shaking the fence like, ksh, 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 and I hated it. I was like, somebody tell these bums to stop shaking the fence and it's, it's driving me batshit crazy and then I just uh, you know man I'll watch this later I'm gonna have breakfast this was yesterday morning actually and it's like shake 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 non-stop and and then I decided not to finish off that match and I fast forward and I fast forward <laughs> to the finish and let me see what happened uh, so uh, goddamn Grimes has his leg let me just show you I have to do this so many times Basically, the Cobra Clutch. Cobra Clutch, okay. Basic, so basically, now, yeah. uh, there's some miscellaneous stuff that happens in between these things I should add. Uh, okay, uh, before, before you, oh yeah, before yes, you yes, move on. Wrestling and no, logic no, scale. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you move on, um... To me, I was watching this match, right, and I was seeing the video package that was aired before this match, right, and the story about this entire um, thing between Dexter Loomis and ah, Cameron Grimes, right? I about that. It, it's okay, because I'm, I'm going over it now. Um, the entire story about this, right, is that Cameron... Okay, this was a match in that Cameron Grimes was facing his fear this was a this was a match and a story overall about Cameron Grimes going up against what he fears and overcoming his fear I didn't get the sense at the end of this match that they did exactly what they set out to do um, to me, Cameron Grimes, the, he, he didn't come off this like he was Somebody no longer to be scared. Taken seriously. Yeah. 
Well, yes, I know. Um, I mean, Cameron Grimes came off this like he was still scared of Dexter Loomis, and yeah, and 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 he look during this match, right? Cameron Grimes was acting scared to actually attack Dexter Loomis at at times, Uh, and I understand that was the story, but I just didn't like what they were going for here. But as for the logic and wrestling scale of this match, I would give the wrestling a... 4 at the highest, personally. And I would give the logic a 0. I'll I'll give this uh, match a wrestling out of 10 of 5 and logic mm. uh, 2 so. the reason I'm yeah the reason I'm giving this a 0 for the logic is quite simple one they had a match basically before the match even started like, what the fuck was that all about like two Where was the countouts? <laughs> Three. This match didn't really make any sense. Just, just overall. Yeah, it was just the guys hitting each other with stuff and all this. And also, oh, 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 and also, like, they had a fucking blindfold match. Um. Before this, and they and and Cameron Grimes paid tribute to that match by 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 putting Dexter in in, in a blindfold, and I thought that was fucking stupid. I didn't notice that. Maybe I was fast forwarding, uh, uh, so I couldn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some anyway. Mis- there's some mis- there's some miscellaneous stuff going on. Uh, there was an ad uh, for Keith Lee's uh, WWE uh, 24 uh, documentary. Uh, the production is quite good there. The lighting is okay. Uh, a good looking package for Keith Lee's uh, documentary. I don't really care much. It's, it's a shame that I don't care though, because Keith Lee, ever since he's come up to Raw, has been a disaster. Yeah, I I was just about to say the same thing. It's a pity that I don't care anymore. I would watch and, it if he was. Yeah. And and also his final few months in in NXT for 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 when he was on there was absolute bullshit as well. So it's it's not just on his time on Raw that is um a disaster really it was his final few months on on nxt as well anyway um as you were saying so now um, so now uh vic joseph uh, no hold no before that um pat mcafee's team and the Undisputed Era are shown in their respective locker rooms getting ready for their match later tonight. Um, 
and Vic Joseph, uh, he advertises, he advertised the uh, Mattel War Games playset. I, I actually saw on social media that him and uh, Mackenzie Mitchell uh, have started dating, and I congratulate them. Uh, well done, you guys. I hope you guys uh, have a good relationship. <clears throat> so now the lights start flick flickering after Vic Joseph's advertised place it. Um, and a video of clocks and birds starts playing and uh, TikTok and all that stuff. So it's obviously a tease for Karrion Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux's uh, return. Uh, on this past week's episode it looks like you weren't pleased with that no i was happy with this teaser the way that the commentary team sold this though after the the, the teaser was played made it seem like unimportant and and the, and they made it seem like it was just They didn't sell it. So now we have a, a video package act, uh, advertising the upcoming NXT North American Championship match with Leon Rush. Uh, <laughs> Leon Ruff. My bad. My, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that offends <laughs> Leo Rush. I'm so used to saying Leo Rush. <laughs> I said Leon Ruff now. <laughs> mm. So, uh, <laughs> they, they, they advertise a, uh, <laughs> this match uh, with Leon Ruff, yeah. the North American champion, and Damian Priest, who should still be the champion, versus Johnny Gargano. And, and I, I really don't like... Johnny Gargano. I don't like Candice LeRae either. I think they're playing heel. Well, Candice not so much. She she uh, actually gets being a heel. Uh, but Johnny, he he's playing heel instead of being a heel, and I really don't like it. I don't like the, his promos. They uh, he has no facials. He's okay in the ring. But I just don't like him. I never liked him ever since I saw him for the first time in, I think, December last year, or maybe even January. Uh, <laughs> ever since he shilled for that Star Wars movie that everybody hated, and for bad wrestling, I didn't. I wanted. I was ready to not like him because. He was already making himself. He was already making an ass out of himself uh, on social media, so I was re ready to not like him, and I don't like him now. And he, he's uh, yeah. Uh, Leon. Is it, sorry, is it his character that you don't like, or is it his move set as well that 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 you don't like? It's his character that I don't like. Uh, Okay. He's got no facials, no anger, no uh, no excitement, no nothing, no hatred, no evil, no nothing, no facials. He so yeah. 
Uh, so he he's playing heel instead of being a heel. Uh, and Leon, he 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 has potential. He he looks determined, uh, but he's so small. He's painfully thin. They should have built him up first, and given him some wins over the <sighs> other job guys. But having seen what they've done with him, they made him do a 90-second job to carry him across when he debuted. So now uh, that's why people hated it when he won the North American Championship. But they could have done something with him had they built him up properly. Sort of. This is sort of another Otis story, but not exactly. What do you think about Leon Ruff? Leon Ruff never should have rushed himself into the title scene. <laughs> um, That's basically what I said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, I'm not happy with his with his title reign. I'm not happy with his booking. I'm not happy with any of this because I find this to be bullshit. Um, I don't like his character either because I'm not connecting with him at this stage because as you said he's not had enough time to build up his character and he's not had enough time to build up himself in the ring yet for us to actually connect with what they're trying to tell here. He, he's, good um, in the, he's pretty good in the ring and he can sell his ass off. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's but, good He's a good underneath baby face. Yeah, but yeah, but my main issue with it is the storyline and the creative direction that they've been on so so far. Um, that's that's my main issue. Um, is that it doesn't make any sense with the logic of things. And, and also, before you uh, carry on here, um, the NXT North American Championship has already been booked as a disaster for the entire for the entire year. So I'm not really surprised that they're ending the year, continuing on booking it as a d disaster. Oh, I mean, we are. I mean, we not, are in 2020. Not even Keith Lee. Well, was his reign not even good? No, I mean, I, I mean no, because when because when he became the double champion, that was absolute bullshit. Yeah, that was stupid. Uh, they were trying that to was fucking... get one up on AEW. I mean, I mean, Keith Lee fucking dropped. He he fucking vacated the the, the North American title like a week or two after he fucking became the 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 double champion. I hated that. That was... Oh, 
Basically, I hated that bookie. <laughs> sorry, microphone. Sorry for that. <laughs> Talk about... <laughs> Okay, okay. Last last episode, I gave you the highlight of me having a heart attack about the about the recording. This week, I've given you a moment about me almost smashing my microphone in half about me being mad at Keith Lee. Yeah, and um, I also might have a heart attack with the audio of this. Um, <sighs> Wait, what? I've, I've clicked away from the window. To check the notes, uh, but uh, I'll, we'll see. Oh, no. I, I'm still nervous. Just thinking oh, about no. it, my bone, my um, I'm getting goosebumps. But hopefully, it'll still come out well. <laughs> anyway, well then, it's a good thing that I can tell you then that I am recording on my side as well, just in case it's not working okay, on yours. Great, 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 perfect. <coughs> So now... Anyway... <laughs> so now, the NXT North American Championship... Oh, shut up, Twitter. Yes. Uh, just shut up, I'm trying to record here. So... <clears throat> no, I have to clear my throat so many times here. Uh, NXT North American Championship match with Leon Ruff, the champion, versus Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. So they already cut a bit of off of Damien Priest's uh, entrance, he was already in the ring doing his pose. Yeah. And and I said, you know, I, I'll I'll I said that I would watch this match. I think this morning. Yeah, this morning I I, I watched the first match. <clears throat> and then before I went to bed last night, I I saw um. A video on YouTube of this guy named Tyler Rust. He, sh please shut up. I'm trying to record here. This guy is Tyler Rust in this video. He used to be Rust Taylor. I I saw him have a a good scientific grappling wrestling match with Tracy Williams, a guy who I really like on Ring of Honor TV. Uh, uh, okay. On in September when they did that uh, pure wrestling tournament, and I put yeah. him over <laughs> on I put him over on Twitter, and I hopefully will see some Tracy Williams. I'm, I'm gonna show you just how good he is, and I think you might like him. I he <laughs> anyway. I, I, I'm excited to see what NXT does with him. Hopefully they don't make him scared of. Zombies. <clears throat> so now, um, Johnny Gargano, the champion, he comes out to his new music, and then uh, uh, Leon Ruff comes out, uh, and he's the champion, and he's painfully thin. I alluded to that when we had our rant about the booking of the North American Championship. <clears throat> um, Gargano and Leon Ruff are fighting each other. Uh, the, 
Uh, hold on. Before that, uh, Alicia Taylor, who is a good ring announcer, introduces all the wrestlers and said this is a match for the NXT North American Championship. So now the bell rings and the match starts. And Damien Priest, the first goddamn second, they throw Damien Priest outside to the ring and I don't like it. Because Damien Priest, in my opinion, should still be the champion. And Gargano and Rafa are fighting each other. And, and uh, Damien Priest tries to get into the ring and... And Johnny Gargano kicks him, and I'm and I'm feeling so bad for Damian Priest right now. And I and I see uh, Leon Ruff is selling, and my gosh, this guy can sell his ass off. God damn! And now um, Damian Priest is back in the ring, and he's throwing some good, believable-looking punches. To Johnny Gargano in the corner, which is where he's belong because he's dog shit and I don't like him. <clears throat> and Leon Ruff tries to take over from Priest, um, but then uh, uh, Damien Priest tells him to get out of his way and throws him on the outside. And then I, 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 I did a, a, a screen recording where uh, Johnny uh. Gargano. <coughs> Um, and yeah. Damon Priest were fighting, and then Leon Ruff is on the top turnbuckle, and he does this nice looking um, <coughs> um, drop kick, and, and that looked good. And now, uh, uh, fast forward a few minutes, uh, Johnny and Leon are, are double teaming Damon Priest, they're punching him, and then they and they kick him and they uh, throw him out of the ring and I'm like so mad who did Damien Priest piss off they're burying him I hate this and then uh, Gargano uh, is on the outside he said he, he did a dive onto Damien Priest and then he told uh, Leon Ruff to go go do another dive and then uh, uh, Johnny surprises him and does a nice looking uh, springboard speared uh, through in between the ropes. I like that. I've actually got that here. Let me give you a visual representation. Play that again one more time if you didn't see it. Yeah, that, that was good looking. So now Damon Priest uh, yanks Gargano to the outside and he starts to uh, beat him up on the outside, fast forward a few seconds, and then, uh, Ralph is on the stage, the front stage, and he tries, from the other side, and tries to, uh, jump on Priest, uh, cross-body position, 
and then uh, Damien Priest gives him razor's edge through the plexiglass and all the referees uh, you look like you weren't pleased with that or you wanna say something okay uh, so <coughs> all the referees check on uh, Leon Ruff and then uh, uh, and he's selling and he's he's gone away to be checked up on and then Gargano and Priest are fighting on the outside and then nope uh, fast forward and uh, Gargano tried to hit one final beat and a, a Priest caught him and tried to hit Reckoning but then uh, they get back in the ring and Priest uh, gets a nice comeback on Johnny's same face. I think that's here written on my notes. Uh, and I just decided to fast forward through the rest of the match. And having thought that you took some notes of this match going towards the end. But uh, uh, Gargano won with a final beat since he didn't take any notes. Uh, first of all, the wrestling and logic tale. Wrestling, I will give this a seven logic three because they kept fighting on the outside and I didn't like that. So, what do you think? <laughs> okay, okay. I do have a problem with Leon Ruff's um, bump uh, through the plexiglass. Hang on, uh, I'm just trying to think of how to say this. <sighs> okay, I have a problem with the way that Leon Ruff was used in this match. For the most part, they treated him like a child who was afraid to act like a champion that he was. Um, and I, and I, I couldn't accept that because if you're a champion, then one, you are technically the best that, that there is to offer, right? And two, you are supposed to be the most believable. Uh, wrestler that there is because you are the the champion okay they broke both both of those in this match with Leon Ruff this was a rough match to get through it really was um, <sighs> fuck's sake um, they raises they rate I mean Damien Priest right with that spot that you were referencing earlier when he when he gave him the razor's edge powerbomb through the uh, plexiglass barricade thing right I, I i i didn't i didn't like that because it made leon ruff look like a complete joke who wasn't able to defend himself and wasn't able to... <sighs> he was treated like, like, like a child. 
I'm having difficulty trying to uh, not get angry about this, okay? So that's why I'm taking this slow here. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm just remembering when you arranged over the booking of the title <laughs> and, and the bomb that Leon Ruff took is <laughs> to the barricade. Uh, that combined made me laugh. <laughs> okay. Um, I okay. You know why I, you know why I couldn't take that spot seriously is that because that would be the same spot somebody would use to take out somebody like Brock Lesnar and they are doing that spot to take out the most dominant champion of all time Leon Ruff <laughs> like are you kidding me like if anybody is going to take that spot in this match it should be Damien Priest Johnny Gargano and Leon Ruff should be teaming together to, to take out uh, Damien Priest because Damien Priest is the most um, uh, uh, it, it, oh, fuck. the biggest the word, guy but... in the match. No, no, no. Um, uh, um. Damien Priest is the is the biggest threat there is to them, right? And yet they are treating Leon Ruff as the biggest threat? Like, what? And I didn't like how Damien Priest was... I'm actually going to take away wrestling points, so it goes down to a six because of how they were treating Damien Priest. They are making him look like a... Anyway... My scale of uh, uh, of wrestling and logic, uh, which is the uh, podcast, uh, by the way, <laughs> um, wrestling. I'll give it a. F so no, I'm I'm going to change my num number here. I'm going to give it a five, and my logic. I'm going to give it a zero. <laughs> um. So yeah. Oh, and Johnny Gargano getting the win, becoming a third-time uh, North, North American champion was stupid to me because he never should have lost the universe, uh, I mean the North, the North American championship to Leon Ruff to, to begin with. He shouldn't even have won the freaking championship that's, to begin with. That's, that's true as well because... Going, going, they only gave Damon Priest two months as champion. Now they're going to give this goofball the freaking six. I'll go even further back, right? Damon Priest never should have um, won the title in the way he did because Keith Lee never should have fucking vacated it to begin with. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this fucking title is absolute trash. <laughs> anyway so now 
uh, I actually want to do uh, advertise our social media. We have will have links in the description. You can follow us on our on our Twitter, on our each of our respective uh, Twitter accounts and our podcast Twitter. I'll put those in the link. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, Josh doesn't have Instagram, but I do. Um, uh, you can uh, join our Discord. Uh, a lot of great, a lot of conversations on there uh, between a few different people, and uh, <laughs> and subscribe and give this video a like, and yeah. uh, we'll be we'll all be happy. So I oh, don't know. Oh. Oh, and also, where's that fucking tweet? Quickly, 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 quick, 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 quick. And also, we are on a ten. Yes, 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 yes. This because it's also available on all. Wait a minute. We're still waiting for Google, but most major podcast platforms. We're still waiting for Google, but you, okay. can listen, you can listen on Spotify, iTunes. Hang on, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on. You can listen to, of course, on this platform being YouTube, as you are watching this on right now, of of course. You can also catch it on Podbean. Sit. Sit oh, I can't even say that. Stitcher. Okay, sorry. You can catch it on Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM. Spotify, Podcast Addict, Deezer, TuneIn, Listen Notes, and of course iTunes. Woo! Or Apple Podcasts, or whatever you iPhone people like to use. <coughs> so anyway, there's an advertisement for... NXT New Year's Evil playing on January 6, 2021. You you think should we review that when it happens or should we leave it? I I have a question about that. Is that a special weekly episode or is that a or is that a takeover special? It's a TV special on USA. Oh fucking course it is. Um, well, we can. Is AEW doing anything on that on January the sixth? That's actually my sister's birthday. I'm not gonna reveal her name. Oh, yeah. okay. And cool. my birthday cool. is up in uh, five days on Wednesday. Yes, which I'm excited for. I'm turning 16 on that day. So anyway, I guess we'll review. Uh, that, that, you know uh, what? Yeah, TV's you know what? Yes, yeah, yes, okay, that. yes. Unless AEW is doing anything on that day, uh, then we'll review that instead. Oh boy, <laughs> I <laughs> will tell. Are we, and by the way, we're not gonna do any uh, AEW or NXT reviews for the rest of the year because I'm fed up with both products. Especially AEW because all the goofy stuff that I'm doing, I'm done with them. We're only going to review their pay-per-views and TV specials. Same with NXT. I might uh, watch NXT for certain matches and we'll review those individual matches 
in, in, we'll review those matches individually on the, not, not every match on that show that I want to see, but the match that I want to see on that show, we'll review it on one of the episodes, but for uh, these last three episodes of 2020, no AEW, no NXT, no uh, current wrestling, we'll talk about some stuff uh, related to modern wrestling, but not much. Well, at least we know that that next episode, being episode three, I think, uh, we are going to cover the wrestling community. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Uh, so now we're on the main event. Finally, I can just uh, <laughs> I can finally finish this up because uh, I'm, I'm tired. I want to go and eat some. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the uh, the final match, the main event, undisputed era versus P- Team McAfee, uh, consisting uh, undisputed era. Uh, you guys should know by now. Team McAfee consisting of uh, Pat Ma- McAfee, uh, the NXT champions Oni Lorcan and. Danny Birch, the bald uh, connection, and Pete Dunne. Uh, so, a football player, two bald guys, and Pete Dunne. So, uh, we had a, before the match, we had a, a quite, uh, a very good video package highlighting the match. And in that uh, uh, package, Finn Balor said, it's easy for the mice to play when the cat's away, but the cat is back, and look what I drag in. That That's a pretty nice quote. I hope he wrote that himself. If a writer wrote this, then he's pretty smart, but I hope Finn did that himself. So, and the video package was good. The music was good. I liked it, and uh, so now... The Undisputed Era comes out. Pat McAfee's uh, team comes out. And O'Reilly and Pete Dunne are going to start the match. And they're having a good grappling match. And then uh, Pete Dunne, he, he's wrenching O'Reilly's fingers. And he's using the cage to hurt him. Somebody is using the freaking cage, and nobody's using any gimmicks until a certain point in the match, which we'll get to. And and uh, Lorcan enters the double cage. It's it's him, uh, Danny Birch, and uh, and um, no, no, it's him, uh, Pete Dunn, and Kyle O'Reilly, <coughs> and. Uh, of un- the Undisputed Era. Now, Lorcan is in the cage, double cage, and the heels are dominating through this. Only Lorcan is quite quick. The heels are beating the shit out of O'Reilly, and I'm actually liking this match. And now, Bobby Fish came in and made a good comeback with a lot of Muay Thai. He specializes in that stuff. For the kind of people that like that kind of thing, that's the kind of thing those people like, as uh, a wise man would say. Uh, 
uh, now there are too many things happening at uh, uh, the same time to make notes and then uh, <coughs> uh, Danny Birch comes in and they're taking out gimmicks and and I'm like, are you serious? Are you no, why? Why do we need gimmicks? <clears throat> so now, uh, Danny Burst takes out uh, takes out a bag, and they have two cricket bats inside them. And like, why would there be two cricket bats underneath a wrestling ring? Because they are both from. England. The UK? <laughs> no, Oni is from the US, uh, uh, but uh, Danny Birch is from the UK. Oh, what? what? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, we we also have a cricket here in South Africa. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> my, my dad is actually on a cricket team. <laughs> wow, man, that's cool. Yeah, and and I'm questioning why there's a cricket bat underneath the wrestling ring, and then they take out another one, uh, and and uh, I think uh, O'Reilly has some kind of submission hold. Do you remember what submission hold he had? Well, was it the leg lock? I it could might as well have been, it, but anyway, it was I. It, 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 it was either targeting the leg or it was a armbar. It was one of them. Yeah, he had one of those holds on, um, I think, Danny Birch. Yeah, it was Danny Birch, and he was selling, and he was screaming in pain. It, it made it look like it hurt. I like that. And then Pete Dunne jumped on him to break the hold. And now uh, Birch finally picks up the cricket batch, cricket batch, cricket bat, and hits O'Reilly with it. And uh, and Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan uh, uh, literally say cheers with the cricket bat, say uh, do that with them, like you know, holding a drink and. Now, uh, Roderick Strong, I'll call him Roddy on my notes, and he makes a comeback. And then, uh, uh, Roddy uh, was di was doing the spot where the two bald guys were, were laying on the ropes of each ring. Um, and uh, uh, Pete Dunn was uh, laying on the, on the side of the cage in between the ring. And then uh, uh, Roddy is running back and forth, hitting them in the head. Uh, and then uh, uh, Roddy tries to run into. Uh, oh, uh, 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 Roddy try, gets in the first ring, and he tries to run into Oni, uh, but then Oni uh, throws him up into the structure. I think it might have been a flapjack or something like that. And then I said, I like this match again. Until Pat McAfee comes out. Yeah, that's basically yeah. what he did. Yeah. Uh, 
I liked this match until Pat McAfee came out with a freaking table. Just when I said I was enjoying this again. He had a table for each member of the Undisputed Air. That, and that, <clears throat> that's what I wrote down here. And not... And... This was... Look, if you're going to have a, a, a table each to target each member of the Undisputed Era, right? Then you put each one through each individual table that has their name on it. Otherwise, you don't do it at all. Like, hello? <laughs> I but that's did, not all. I did but, notice mm. that, but I didn't particularly take issue to it because I, I, I was trying to uh, cut off as much time but at least I yeah, yeah, taken but... extensive notes because this is like two hours before we started um so now um goddamn uh and now the actual match actually does officially start yeah I yeah. He, and, and I said that uh, all these gimmicks and weapons are making me scared for the AEW blood and guts thing that they're eventually gonna do. That it'll be all gimmicks, they're all gonna hit each other with gimmicks and they're gonna go through tables and nobody's gonna sell anything and nothing's gonna make sense. That's the uh, fear that I have for that match coming up one of these days. I'll just say this now. Um, I don't mind weapons being brought in for this match. If this was a match that was ending a rivalry. If, okay, if this was a match that was being booked like... Like how the Hell in a Cell is supposed to be fucking booked. Jesus Christ, right? I, as a match that is that is ending a feud between two groups of people, right? I wouldn't mind in that case weapons being brought in because at that point in time, everyone will be wanting to be wanting to basically kill each other. So weapons being brought in, I wouldn't mind in that case. But, but. Throughout the two war games matches we've had tonight, nothing about them screams to me that that the fuse are coming to an end, and nothing about it screams to me that weapons were absolutely needed. You know? Yes, yes. So I don't like uh, the gimmicks. I don't like them uh, coming in with the gimmicks. So, um, Pat uh, moonsaults onto Roddy on one of the tables. I don't yeah. know exactly which table it was. He, now, put him through, he put him through the, the table that had Roderick's name on it. Okay, okay. Uh, so, Cole came in and he's now taking out more gimmicks. And I don't even remember if he used them or not. 
So the match is finally starting, and Cole uh, made made a good looking comeback. I like that. Uh, it was pretty good. And Cole and Matt. Oh, v the uh, fire ex ex extinguisher. Yeah, he was spraying everybody in uh, yeah. from outside the cage. And, and Cole and McAfee were staring down at each other. And then uh, Don gets in the way and then he starts fight uh, Cole. <coughs> but then um, he tries to hit his finish bitter end. But then um, Cole counters it with a DDT, which looked great. I like that. And then uh, Cole tried to hit last shot, but then uh, McAfee, McAfee grabbed him, and then uh, uh, and then um, uh, Pete Dunne gives Cole uh, an insiguri, uh, and then O'Reilly hits Dunne with a chair, and then uh, he's yelling at uh, McAfee, talking shit to him, and then like. You you can't beat me. You're nothing. You you, uh, you we are undisputed era. You can't be. I I liked how they were baby faces, but they had heel tendencies. That's what they should do with Roman Reigns. Uh, we're gonna talk about that in a future episode. Maybe how to book Roman Reigns as baby face from now from uh from. <coughs> So he's shouting at McAfee and he's talking shit to him. And then Cole comes in and hits him with a chair. And then they all have a big brawl with another fake NXT chant. Uh, nice job there. Uh, yeah. And then uh, somebody got uh, blockbusted by... Uh, Oni Lorcan, uh, and then uh, fast forward a few minutes because I had to pick up some time, and then uh, when I fast forward to when uh, uh, Pat McAfee did this nice looking chop block on Cole, uh, uh, Josh, do you mind doing a demonstration with that teddy bear of yours? Huh? I can't hear you. Shit. There we go, I hear you now. I, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. Um, you, you want me to, to do a demonstration about a chop block? Yes. Okay. Jesus. Oh, hang on, I'm gonna move this down. Oh, Jesus, boy. Oh, God. Down we go. Stay back. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Stay back.
Oh, 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 never mind it. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's fine, it's fine. You can just look up on YouTube how how they do a chop block. Uh. Where's my cursor? So now, uh, well, well, that is. Well, that is basically what a, ch a chop block is. So uh, basically, uh, you're standing up. Uh, your so you're uh, a distance uh, from your opponent. He's got his back turned to you, and then you run to him uh, with your shoulder going into uh, this part of his leg, and then he's supposed to fall on his back and take a bump like that. So that's what Pat McAfee did. Uh, <clears throat> so now, uh, which I, which I tried to show, but I failed at it miserably. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> McAfee is trying to uh, give. Cole, uh, uh, no, 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 uh, um, McAfee, uh, has a, uh, figure four on Adam Cole, and then he, he reverses into his own submission hold, and then, uh, Pete Dunn makes a save, and the bald guys are setting up a table, and then, uh, uh, I'll fast forward a few seconds, and then Bobby Fish, did this nice look, really nice looking, uh, roundhouse kick to Danny Birch, and then, uh, Cole, um, jumped on one of the tables in the second ring, and, and then, uh, uh McAfee tried to superplex Adam Cole, but then, uh, he pushed him into the table in the first ring, and now the bald guys and uh, Pete Dunn are laying on the far side of the cage uh, from the uh, second ring. And Fish and O'Reilly and, and Cole are each run into them and do moves to them. And then the Undisputed Era is beating up uh, Pat McAfee and then they have a big uh, looking brawl. And then Cole gives uh, Pat McAfee a neck breaker, and uh, <coughs> Roderick Strong gives Pat McAfee a suplex in the other ring, and then they have a big brawl, and and McAfee jumps off the the top of the cage. Uh, he did a forward flip of the cage onto everybody, and then. Everybody's selling, uh, taking the blow, um, and then uh, Bobby Fish uh, speared uh, Danny Birch through the table in between the two rings, and uh, Cole gave uh, McAfee a Panama Sunrise for a two count, and then I fast forward, it looks like you have an issue with that, wanna tell me? Pat McAfee, right, 
who who is having his second match right is is kicking out of Adam Cole's finisher. This should sh this should should have been the ending of this fucking match. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I, I like, why like have him kick out for? I I just don't understand it. Me neither. Uh, so I fast forward a few minutes, and then there's a chair sitting flat on top of uh, Oni and O'Reilly, and then no, on top of Oni Loken. And then uh, Kyle O'Reilly jumped knee first on top of uh, Oni and then pinned him for the win. Uh, so then they beaten the Pat McAfee group. Yeah. Uh, looks like uh, Josh Jenkins yeah. here is going to give us a reenactment of the move. Hopefully it doesn't break anything. He says, Christ. Nope, nope, nope. I can't get the camera angle. Okay, so anyway, so Undisputed Era is victorious. I previously thought before I watched this match that that <coughs> McAfee's team won, but uh, and I wouldn't have liked I wouldn't have liked that if Pat McAfee won. They did what they needed to do here, and they beat Pat McAfee's. Uh, uh, team. So, a wrestling for this match, I will oh, give it uh, a um, seven, and logic, I'll give it a one because of the gimmicks and all uh, the kicking out of finishes and all that. So, uh, what's your scale? Wrestling, I'll give this match a. Eight, which is the, probably the highest rating I've given yet to any match on on this podcast, and um, the logic I'll give it a a four actually. Yeah. So. So, for this overall show, I thought this was a good uh, show, mostly from the wrestling. Uh, I haven't watched NXT, so I don't know exactly what's going on, so I can't. For what I saw, I will give this whole pay-per-view a, um, a wrestling. I'll give it an, a 7. And logic, I'll give it a four. I'll give uh, 
So Rasen seven, as a matter of fact, eight. Rasen eight logic four. And you? Oh, um, you know what? I'll I'll just go with, with that rating because that not, that's not really um far, far off really. So. Yeah, so uh, good show, guys. Uh, keep this up. Uh, and next week we are going to talk about uh, the. Uh, the IWC, the internet wrestling community, and the problems with it, and this a uh, war mentality that they've been indoctrinated with, um, and we're gonna debunk all that stuff, and we're gonna give some rants on it. So, uh, hopefully, I'm in the mood to. Uh, no, uh, we're gonna give this a community, we're gonna slap the whole IWC and uh, I can say what's wrong with it. Yes, and, and, and I will save what I, what I have to say about it for then. But expect me to be very uh, <laughs> pissed off to say the to say the least. <laughs> so, uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode of Wrestling and Logic. A reminder, follow us on all our social media in the descriptions. Yeah. Join our Discord, like, subscribe, and listen on all, mm, or, well, all the 10 uh, podcasting platforms that we've managed to get ourselves on and we will see you in the next episode thank you guys for watching and bye bye